0: I V M Folks, welcome to the budget special of Paisa Paisa. I'm your host Anupam Gupta, uh, Twitter B50. So the union budget is out today. And there is still a lot of analysis going on. People are reading between the lines, the budget document, the finance bill. A lot of the fine print is also going to be coming out. So uh, this is being recorded on uh, Feb 1st in the evening. So aside from all of that analysis, uh, this episode is going to uh, feature what are my thoughts and, uh, you know, the general stuff around the budget. Whether it's a good or a bad budget, uh, honestly, depends on who you are. Um, broadly, this looks like a reasonable budget. Uh, no major chaos. Uh, no new major tax has been imposed, except of course that whole long-term capital gains We'll 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 get to that uh, and much more in the rundown. Okay, first the overall picture. Uh, you know the fiscal deficit and how the government's finances are looking. It's looking good. Uh, direct taxes growth was uh, was was pretty healthy in this financial year. It was some slippage on the fiscal front. Uh, so the fiscal deficit, which was supposed to be 3.2% of GDP, has turned out to be 3.5%. And this I think this was more or less expected, but I think the bond market uh, didn't like it at all. So the 10-year bond yield today, in fact, uh, shot up quite a bit. I think we'll get to know how the market reacts to this in the next few days. Uh for next year, the government is, target, is targeting to bring the fiscal deficit down to 3.3% of GDP. So it's a mixed picture, you know, uh, on the fiscal front. Um, this was a tough year. Uh, Agri has not been doing well and uh, the economy is on a bit of a slowdown. So the fiscal slippage was expected. Like the finance minister said, uh, spectrum revenues from telecom didn't, uh, the timing was off. So a lot of that stuff. Market was expecting more or less that the deficit would shoot up. So from 3.2% this year, it's actually 3.5%. Next year, they should come down to 3.3%. Again, a lot of assumptions go behind this. Um, You know, that is something that we'll know only in the next year. Let's come back to the stuff that affects all of us okay so i'm going to start with a few things that stood out for me i'll start uh, with with the good news uh, there's great news for farmers like i said uh, the agri sector isn't hasn't been doing well and the agri and farm sector is pretty big for the government not only from a gdp perspective from an employment perspective and from a political perspective so they had to do a lot for the farmers in the budget and as expected minimum support prices for crops have been raised that is the price that the government pays to procure crop from the farmers uh, that has been raised might might cause some inflation but you know this this was required the second one the second and this is the big news really for me this was the standout feature uh for the budget it's, it's it is really significant news for the poor and that's the national health protection scheme uh, think of it as a, a univ it's not really universal, but it's a healthcare scheme for the poor that's going to touch some, you know, it's, it's going to touch a really large number of people. Uh, and it's going to give medical insurance of 5 lakh rupees every year and it's going to benefit some 50 crore people the finance minister did say that this is the largest of its type in the world and he's even looking at universal health care and that would be really good uh, assuming of course that they can execute it properly so think about this you know the poor for them medical expenses is a big deal even for you know for most of us also, if you have a very big hospitalization bill, it can become a big deal. For the poor, it's even more critical. This scheme, this healthcare plan gives medical insurance of 5 lakh rupees every year. That, that's a reasonably good sum. Uh, there are, of course, some doubts as to how this will be funded, what will be the cost. I think we'll get to know that uh, later. But on the face of it, it looks like a really good scheme. A lot of promises uh on increasing infrastructure spending on roads, rails, again, this is obviously required because, you know, the state of our infrastructure isn't really great. But this is the kind of stuff, you know, that the government announces in each and every budget. Uh, it takes some time to be seen. And if the government does get serious, this could be good news. You know, it could result in new projects, uh, including here in uh, here in Mumbai, new infrastructure. And this could generate jobs, a lot of good stuff, could have a good impact on the GDP. Again, depends upon implementation, execution, and the inter- of the government. Remember this is the last budget for this government before the elections next year. Next year there will not be a budget. Before the elections there will be a vote on account and the formal budget will happen only somewhere in June, July. Okay, moving on. For salaried employees, and this is only for salaried employees, there is good news. Um, The old, so if you look at your uh, breakup of of your salary, there will be these allowances, right? So They've done away with the travel and medical allowance reimbursements that used to happen and replaced it with the standard deduction of 40,000 rupees per year. Now, this is only for salaried employees. So that's probably a, a good thing because it's a flat standard deduction. For SMEs, there is uh, uh, they'll they'll be paying lower tax if the revenue is less than two fifty crores, and finally uh, on the good part, senior citizens will get some benefits like uh, the interest income that they earn on deposits. The exemption limit for that has been increased from ten thousand to fifty thousand. Remember, uh, senior citizens tend to have a lot of their savings in in the form of. Uh, fixed deposits or government bonds or whatever it is so the interest income on all these deposits uh previously the exemption limit on them was 10000 the government has increased it to 50000 so that's uh that's a good thing for them that pretty much covers the good news okay uh, it it might not sound like much but honestly i think it's a big deal i think the insurance for the poor uh, the uh, the the healthcare for the poor really stood out for me and i think that the government's intent was right in in this budget they could have easily gone the populist route and done lots of stuff but i think they've they've been very restrained and i think these are good things and now for um i shouldn't call it bad news actually but here's you know here's 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 what's going to increase uh, in your expenditure or you know stuff like that so first again for the salaried employees uh, there's no increase in the basic exemption slab if you remember on Pesa vesa uh, we had child accountants himangsha and pratik jain we were talking about how the basic exemption slab which is the uh, the minimum limit below which you don't have to pay tax, which is called the exemption uh, limit, that was two and a half lakhs, two lakhs, fifty thousand. And we were expecting that would be increased, you know, so people who would be, say, drawing three lakhs, they wouldn't have to pay tax. But that the financial minister didn't touch that at all. So the exemption limit remains the same, it's at two and a half lakhs. Uh, second is that custom duty on some stuff they have been increased, like on uh, mobile phones. Custom duty is now 20% from 15%. So in your 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 new smartphones could get more expensive in this uh, in the next financial year. Then of course there's a big one, uh, education cess, uh, which uh, we used to pay uh, 3%. That has now become the health and education cess, and it is 4%. It's going to affect all of us because CES is levied on pretty much everything that we buy or even income tax, a lot of stuff. So that is 1% increase in all our costs uh, straight away. So we had said in the uh, in the budget special podcast with Hemang and Pratik that we expect the government to hear something about cryptocurrencies and and blockchains. And guess what? The government did it. Uh, they, the the uh, the good news is that they accepted that blockchain is important, and they will consider using it in the project. But the government also said that cryptocurrency is not legal tender and the government will take all measures to eliminate it in use, you know, in terrorist financing and stuff like that. So from whatever I understood, and this is still evolving, by the way, I don't think you can use crypto in a transaction, right? So if you want to pay someone, I don't think you can use that. It's not legal tender. But how does this affect buying and selling on crypto exchanges, whether that is legit or not? I don't think, uh, you know, that's, that's very clear as of now. As we speak, Bitcoin internationally uh, has fallen a bit because uh, uh, on this news. So that makes one thing clear. The government does not consider cryptocurrency to be legal tender. And, you know, I think that's a firm stand. So if anybody thinks that crypto is going to uh, develop or emerge as tender in India, I don't think that's happening, at least not as per this government stand. Blockchain, on the other hand, that could develop, and that's again, if you regular pesa pesa uh, listeners would recall that in the Christmas special that we had done, we had said that cryptocurrency, you know, might be temporary, might be a bubble, but blockchain is the future. So I think that's uh, whatever the government has said was in line with the uh, with what we had discussed. What's remaining is the long-term capital gains tax. Okay, now this is a bit technical. I'm going to be spending some time on that. Um, and you, It's, it's again, only for those people who have invested in shares and mutual funds and stuff like that. If you remember, again, in our podcast with Pratik and Himang, we had spoken about this. There was a lot of ruckus on this. And um, the government has, in fact, introduced a tax of 10% on long-term capital gains. There's some bit of uh, uncertainty on how it will be implemented. But here's what I've understood Uh, as of now, which is that, uh, remember that long-term capital gains on listed equities, shares, mutual funds, uh, and stuff like that, they were completely tax-free. So, if you held shares for more than one year and you sold them, you wouldn't pay any tax. Remember, that's very different from, say, real estate or gold or stuff like that. But now, after this budget, there will be a long-term capital gains tax of 10% if your capital gains is more than 1 lakh. How does this work? So, here are some technicalities, okay? Now, any long-term capital gains till 31st of March 2018 is tax exempt. As in, if you sell any shares from now till 31st March of 2018, you don't have to pay any tax, any LTCG on that at all, okay? What happens after 1st April, you will pay a tax, an LTCG tax of 10%. That's a short answer. But there are two parts to this, okay? that is that the gains that you made till 31st of jan 2018 which is yesterday they are going to be exempt and the gains that you made after 31st jan that's going to be taxed at 10% and you don't get any indexation benefit on that let's 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 just take an example to clear this out okay let's say you bought a share at 100 rupees say in 2005 um, and the price of that share, it's it's called the highest price because that's what the government uh, had had said. The highest price for that share on 31st Jan 2018 was 125, okay? Let's say you sell that share after 1st April, okay? You sell it on 1st May or 1st June, whatever it is, for 140. Now, here's how it works. Your long-term capital gains is simple. It's 140 minus 100, that's 40. 140 is a selling price, 100 is a buying price. The buying price means what you bought in 2005 but the entire 40 is not going to be eligible for capital gains tax You there's only a small portion of that right the profit that you made when you bought in 2005 till 31st of Jan okay now that which is when you bought at 100 and the price on 31st Jan of 125 the difference in that the gains that you made in that which is of 25 rupees you don't pay any tax on that there's no long term capital gains tax on that the LTCG is on the difference of the day that you sell the stock, which is, you know, 1st April or 1st May, for 140. So 140 minus 125, which was the price on 31st Jan, 15 rupees. That is what is the tax. That's what you're going to pay at 10%. So you could sell all your shares right now between Feb and March and not pay any uh, LTCG, but then you, you really wouldn't have any shares with you and you'd have to buy all over again so really you know the, there's no need to panic there's no no need to take a decision based on uh on this if 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 you're a long-term investor if you have sips and if you are really holding on uh for a longer term goals and objectives and this really doesn't make a difference yeah the the value of a portfolio could probably go down by 10 percent in the long term again but you know that's that is something that you will have to deal with um, there is unfortunately the government has not given any indexation benefit uh, on that, but you know that's that's essentially how it is. So, folks, that is it for my budget 2018 special on pesa vesa. I think it's been a very reasonable budget considering that the economy was in a bit of slowdown is getting together back is getting its act together going back to growth there's there's a reasonably large investment in rural in infrastructure which I think should uh, hopefully create jobs and that should benefit all of us you know the GDP growth will start picking up uh, and that should be a, a benefit for all of us. A healthcare plan, if it is executed well, that should really be a very good thing, considering how big the medical expenses are for the poor. Um, okay, not much for the salaried employees. Uh, you know, there was no, there was no lowering in tax rate, no increase in ex in in exemption limit, but. That's, you know, that's, that's just how this thing rolls. So I'm still studying and uh, reading up on the budget, but these were my first reactions. If you have any questions, shout out to me on Twitter. I'm B50. And this was the special episode for Pesa Pesa on Budget 2018. Thanks for listening. No material on the show should be considered as financial advice. The material on the show is for informational purposes only. Please consult a financial advisor before taking any investment decision.